Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast bringing a down-to-earth approach to personal growth. On this show, we're helping individuals just like you learn about tapping into their incredible potential through insightful interviews and inspiring lessons. Our mission is to encourage you to always keep pushing towards achieving your dreams and to stay awesome along the way. Um, funny enough, it's always when I'm going to work or when I'm really and I just about to ready to cash it in for the day that I have these moments and I just tell myself, hmm, probably should talk about this. Um, really short because... I always take lessons. I don't believe there are personally, okay, say from some very, very radical, radically few examples. I don't believe that are, there are good or bad choices in life. I just believe inherently in my heart, and I'm ready and willing to be corrected. Let me know that there are no bad choices. There are only the choices that you can live with. And the reason I want to get on this call today was because I inherently think that success, just like its counterpart, uh, failure, is very much the result of some very simple steps. And what I learned over time throughout the many, 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 I say many dumb decisions that I've that I've uh, taken uh, throughout my life and that I've had to make amends for along my journey of growth and transparency and actually getting into my own next level is the fact that a lot of it can be boiled down to some very simple things. And that's what I want to talk about in terms of whatever that next level or success looks like for you. I always like to take a adverse approach, like a mirror effect of sorts to show you exactly how easy it is to, you know, not do the things that you're supposed to do. Because I always like to say that, you know, if you're not doing this, you're doing that. What I mean by that adverse reaction, it's always it's always part and parcel. The yin and the yang does exist, right? I'm not trying to be on some woo-woo stuff. But if you're not spending time reading, you're spending time not reading. And there are consequences to that. If you're not spending time sleeping, you're spending time awake. And there are consequences to that. So why I want to share on these... Um, share on these, uh, uh, you know, observations of mine and I only narrowed them down to three. Otherwise I'd be here all night, but you guys, uh, deserve, you know, the, the clarity into action steps that I always want to leave you guys with as much as I can through my own experience. Um, oh, I enjoy that. Okay. Here's a comment we're getting from Instagram. You shouldn't say it was a dumb decision. It was a decision that you took with the tools that you had back then. Thank you so much. That's very well said. That is very well said. Like I said, I'm happy to stand corrected. And I'm only talking about the perspective of the young man who at the time was making the best decision he knew with what we had with the innocence and naivete that he had at the time and all the inexperience that he had at the time. So. Of course, we give ourselves grace and uh, we move forward. So the I actually narrowed it down to three simple elements that I wanted to share with you guys and to 
how they build on each other. And of course, unfortunately, don't serve you if you don't learn to use them properly. So the first one, the most consequential one, in my opinion, I wrote down the reason why you fail along your journey and along your enterprise and along this journey of growth that you're seeking for yourself is lack of vision. You have no vision, no vision. Without vision, the people perish. Okay, no vision. Um, I forget who it was, but I probably am paraphrasing from um, a very good book that I recommend you guys read. I'm not sure if it's still in print or available on Amazon, but do get it. How to Ruin Your Life by Ben Stein. And one of the quotes in there was like, you know, one of the best ways to ruin your life is to not know. No, one of the best ways to get what you want out of your life is to know what you want. So as dumb as it sounds, man, I'm using that word again. <laughs> it's the word of the night. Dumb. Um, as cliche as it sounds, if you have no vision, you have, don't know where you're going. If you're not, if you have no vision, you're just wandering aimlessly. If you have no vision, you have no destination. You have no purpose. You have no drive. You have no why. You have no compass. You have no motivation you have no stimulation you have no reason so what the hell are you doing just sitting here and just waiting for the next opportunity i hate it when i used to wake up at a job just getting up go to work come home getting up go to work come home getting up go to work come home i used to work late nights at a uh, call center working security a, uh, at an alarm central and that was my life Waking up at 10, get ready to leave and get to work for 11, do my shit, do my shift, I'm sorry, till 8 a.m. And then come home for like 9.30 and then sleep, go to school from 1 to 4 and then from 5 to 8 and then go back home, nap and then go back to work again. Yeah, that was fun, but I had no vision. What am I going to school for? What am I working for? Why am I waking up for? I'm going to spend these hours. Why? Why? Just to make a paycheck and go to the movies and probably take my girlfriend out to a date or what am I doing this for? You have to have a vision. You have to have something to strive towards. If you're suffering, you have to, you have to have a reason. If you are wasting away, it has to be for a reason. Lisa Nichols says, I'm funding my dream. I am funding my dream. Are you funding your dream? Are you taking the time it takes to actually fuel what is actually getting you up at night? You have to have a reason. Whether it's your kids, whether it's your wife, whether it's your, your, this book you want to write or you want to travel, whatever it is. And I don't mind leisure, even if it is for leisure, but have a vision, have something. It's called a vision board for a reason. It's the reason you have to take to actually get up and say, okay, I want this car. I want this house. I want this book. I want this future. I want to live in this country. I want, I want, I want so-and-so many, for me, it was a movie theater. <laughs> when we bought the house, I told my, I told my wife, the house is yours, but the basement is mine because I wanted my home theater and I got my home theater. It's a kick-ass home theater till this day. But again, I'm not setting aside leisure. You're supposed to have something you strive toward, even if it is fun, because fun is also a good destination to have. But have one. But you can't just wake up and say, like, okay, what am I doing this for? You need a vision. 
And the people who don't have a vision are people who are just wandering aimlessly and wondering why life is passing them by. It's not passing you by. You're just letting it pass you by. You're just sitting there and letting the ghosts of desires past just flow through you with absolutely no use or purpose. And that should make you uncomfortable. Have a vision. So how do I do that? Grab a piece of paper. Grab a notebook. Grab whatever. Grab an acumen. I don't care. Write it down. Write it down because that's where you give it immediacy. It gives it, you give it life. It has a physical form when you put it outside and you put a vision down. What do you want? It's one of the most fear-induced answers, questions people have. What do you want? Complaining is easy. Complaining is easy. You know, vision is hard for some reason. What do you want? What do you want? I know it's harsh, but at some point you have to knock yourself in the ass and say like, what do you want? What do you want out of your relationship? What do you want out of your house? What do you want out of your job? What do you want out of your health? What do you want out of your kids? What do you want out of your health? I'm sorry, your education. What do you want out of your friends? What do you want out of your living situation? What do you want out of the country that you're living in? What do you want into the neighborhood that you live in? What do you want? You know, what do you want? You need to be able to answer that. And that comes from being very honest with yourself. It's called vision. It's called purpose. It's called a motivation. It's called, it doesn't, I don't care if you call it a vision board, but you have to have something that you have that jolts you into waking up because guess what? You don't have a lot of time, which is why the next point is also important. The number, the second reason why, why most of us fail and why I failed is because I had no plan. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Let me say it again. Proper planning. I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. So proper planning permits. No, I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Proper planning prevents poor performance. The five P's. I thought I messed it up there. Um, it's good to have a vision. But if I tell myself I'm going to run a Spartan race, which is 15K up and down a mountain, and I've never gotten my ass to the gym, I don't know what a burpee looks like, I've never climbed a rope, I've never jumped over a wall, I don't know how to do monkey bars, not since I was six anyway, but hey, I'm going for a Spartan race. You do realize you might die, right? You do realize you have to be in certain kind of a physical condition to do this, right? There is something called fitness. There is something called endurance that you have to build. I'm taking it for a personal example. The first Spartan race I run, I did not train, which was a very stupid thing to do. I finished, but I was very badly injured. My ankles ached. My back was hurt. I was bleeding. Because I didn't have the proper gloves. Yeah, I finished. Yeah, great. But a little planning on my part could have been a very well served. It's nice to have a great vision, but you need, be, you need to be able to execute on it. How are you going to get it done? You want a million dollars. How are we going to do the million dollars? You want a new house. How are you going to get the new house? You want a better job. How are you going to get a better job? What does a better job look like? 
Okay. You want a vacation? Which vacation? Where vacation? When vacation? I want to write a book. Guilty. How are you going to write a book? Yes. Oh, there's a great question again. Raising a child, marriage. Do you need planning? Sometimes we don't know how. You find guidance. You go sit down on the marriage front. You seek out people who have a marriage that you want to emulate and you sit down with them. Hey, I'm thinking of getting married. Or you sit down with your significant other. Hey, you know what? Maybe we're still dating. And this is, you know, just personal example. Because then I can only take my own example. I'm not a marriage counselor, but I'm only taking it from having been with my wife for 19 years now. And it's something that we talk about. If you're seriously committed, these are need to be questions that you ask yourself. Hey, suppose that, you know, we put a ring on this and then five years down, what does marriage look like for you? Do you like to wake up early? Do you like to sleep in? Do you like to have breakfast, you know, just go out for a walk and go to a coffee shop? Or do you like breakfast in bed? I fart when I sleep. Does that bother you? <laughs> these are things you need to talk about. Raising children, same thing. Yes. How are you going to have children? If the child is deformed, what do we do? If you have a miscarriage, what do we do? If we can't have children, what do we do? So yes, you have to plan these things because it avoids a lot of heartache. These are not things you want to play around down the road because these are very serious questions that have a tremendous impact on any serious relationship as well as the individuals in these relationships. Because guess what? Dating and marriage are not the same thing. Dating and engagement are not the same thing. So yes, you need to have a plan. How, what kind of, of course, people evolve. We are not the same. I'm not the same one I was when I was married. I'm not the same one before one kid at kid number one. I'm not the same one at kid number two. And I'm certainly not the same kid 10 years, 10 years later. So I'm a different kind of a husband. I'm a different kind of father. I'm a different kind of mate. But there is a core to who I am as an individual. My, I'm not a surprise to my wife. I was always a hard ass. <laughs> I was always a hard ass. With her, I need to be a little bit smoother in the way I deliver certain truths. But I was always this this person that she sees before her. My kids know that I'm very fun and loving, but my kids also know that I can be very much of the military dad. And they know this. It's not a surprise, but these are planned. You're talking about can you plan having children? Yes, you can. Can you plan getting married? Yes, you can. Of course, you have to live a big dome of what if. You can't plan for everything. Of course, that's the beauty of getting into a committed relationship. I'm sorry, guys, I'm answering this question on Instagram because I'm on the live right now. And this person, I'm really, I really want to be able to answer questions if I see, as I, as I see them come in, because it's very important. But yes, planning is definitely something that is part and parcel into your success. Because even though you can't plan for everything, you can have basics. Okay. How do I see my life? How am I going to execute? Because short-term, long-term, short-range goals, long-range goals. And we leave space for malleability. You need to be malleable. And we leave space for, hey, things happen. Unsuspected circumstances can and will happen. That's the beauty of life. But you can plan. You can say, okay, what are the non-negotiables? What does a perfect life look like? I'm sorry, I don't like to use perfect. What does a proper, satisfying what is a satisfying scenario for me? And how can we aim towards that? What do I need to execute? Execute, 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 execute. 
and you need to learn and you go back to your list. You go back to your list. You go back to your list. Okay, this is not working. This is not working. This is not working. You also need to have patience. You need to put in some time. Planning takes time. Planning takes honesty. Planning takes sacrifice. Planning takes resources. Got to be realistic. Okay. Even your dreams cost money. (laughs) Okay. But if your vision is clear and defined and your plan is solid and truthful and realistic and weighed down in time and locked in and zeroed in, you already, you're already two out of three and a lot farther than most people. All right. But a lot of reasons why we fail is because people fail to plan. People fail to understand that they will take time. Some people are really impatient. Some people are really, I'm sorry, are clearly unrealistic. Some people, I am not, I cannot go into fencing right now. I have no interest in fencing. I don't see myself being a fencing champion. It's not going to happen. That is unrealistic. Okay. It's not part of my vision. You also need to make sure that your vision is compatible with your plan. Be ambitious. Be bolsterous. Be pompous even. Dream big. But plan accordingly. All right. So that was item number two. Item number three is very basic, but a lot of people mistake this. Um, The reason number three where we fail is because you have no team. See, you didn't have a vision. You have no planning. And the third one is to have a team. Biggest mistake I ever made in a lot of elements in my life is because I thought I could do it myself. Because I have a very practical um, do-it-yourself. I don't give a shit. If I'm going to use a toothpick to dig a hole, I'm going to dig a hole. That's who I am. That's what I do. But over time, I could have saved myself a lot of time and a lot of heartbreak if I could have just opened up my damn mouth and say, like, hey, I need help. Hey, I need help. Whether it's this podcast, whether it's in relationships, whether it's school whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, getting my finances in order, whether it's my faith, you know, so much can happen if you just open yourself up to help and assistance and vulnerability and understand that you don't know everything. You know a lot. You're competent. You're smart. You have a lot of things going for you, but you don't know everything. You have to look at life as a video game type scenario. Okay. And I, I, I love taking this example because for me, it, it really exemplifies life. Just like Mario, we've all played Mario. Everybody starts at stage one, one, all right. There are some people who are already finished the game like 10 times over. They can do it in their sleep, but you have stage, let's say one dash three. You haven't even made it to the first castle. You can try playing it yourself 10,000 times over, or you can call up a buddy like you used to, because you probably know someone who can ace the game. It's like, hey, I'm stuck here. How would I go about it? Don't don't give me the cheat code. I just know like, okay, what what do you suggest I do? This was before the age of cheat codes and going online and getting full-on rundown speed-throughs on YouTube. Asking for help is nothing to be ashamed of. In high school, I sucked at math. But thank God I had Ray, I had Dominique, I had Yvonne. I had a whole host of friends who were extraordinary math geeks 
and could sit down with me while eating a sandwich. Like, okay, do this. Did you think about this? Look at this. Look at this graph. Look at this graph. Did you do this? What don't you understand? Okay, let's do this again. Try. Okay, explain to me how you understand it. And believe it or not, successful people love to help. Once they see you genuinely engage into your own vision and trying to succeed and trying to make it because they were there, they are more than happy and willing to participate. Don't leech off people. Don't bite off people. Don't just expect them to do the work for you, but show up with conviction, show up with heart, show up with vulnerability, humility, and the will to actually do better and ask for help. And even if you have to pay someone, do that. I've paid for masterminds. I've paid to learn from people. Some masterminds are more expensive than others. Some masterminds aren't also aren't worth the money. So be smart about who you ask, ask to be in your team. But like Miss Issa Rae said it, you can also network across. What I mean by that is there, there are a lot of people around you in your circle, probably not your immediate friends or the people you have a coffee with every day to day, but there are people that you know who are very good and very talented at a particular skill that you need to elevate. And they're more than happy and willing to give you a little bit of their time. Just make sure you pay back. Don't leech off people. Be dedicated. Be willing to learn. And of course, if you're going to take that knowledge, make sure you apply it. Because we're talking about executing. Don't waste somebody else's time. You need the right people around you. You need the competent people around you. You need the effective people around you. And once you have that, you're unstoppable. Let's go back on it. Number one reason why you feel you have no vision. Make sure your vision is clear. Clear. Defined. Write it down. Item number two. Reason why you fail. You have no plan. Also, write it down. How are we going to get where we want to get? How are we doing that? What does that look like? What is the direction? Who, what, what are the tools that we need? What are the resources that we need? What's the timeline that we want to execute this on? Where are we falling short? Where is the red flag we're probably going to come ahead to? And number three, just as valuable because it's a, it's a trifecta. You have no team. Be ready and willing to understand that you need people around you. You need people around you. You cannot do this alone. I made all these mistakes so many times. And I'm learning from them. And I wish to impart those experiences onto you. So, with all the love and respect, I want to thank you guys for being on this call. And keep sharing. Keep sharing. If I miss some, because I know there are so many, because we talked also talked about, you know, knowing your limits. And so many, so many where I would could add. But I thought these were very, very appropriate. And it's a nice way to start the week. Happy Monday. Um, hoping that these words find you well and yours are blessed, safe, cherished, plentiful, and the universe sees you victorious. As always, you want to drop some comments. I'm always happy to share ATA podcast on Instagram or awaken the awesome at Gmail. Always happy to re read, uh, read your wonderful comments. Let's keep the conversations going. Uh, this recording will actually be on the audio uh, soon enough once I drop it. Uh, the video is also be, is going to be on YouTube. I'm trying to do a little bit more of these. So guys, as always, stay blessed, stay safe. And as always do stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback. So please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. 
do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome. Thank you.